Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where we talk about all of our geeky interests. In the show, we talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, and video games. My name's Tommy. Delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's the one and only DL. Yo! Hello, mate. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm very good. Oh, you brought that one back today. I never... Which one was that? You're never consistent with your, with your greetings. That I'm was just a normal <laughs> greeting, dude. Good dude. That wasn't, <laughs> that's a, that wasn't that's a been voice. the last two. That's just me, dude. That's just your voice. I'm just some... You, you've never said I'm, that to me I'm in all of like our friendship. I'm just like an American dude who talks like this. <laughs> I'm just from across the pond. Yeah. Well, you are. That's true. Um, no, it's good, man. I, uh, I'm never bad at this hour. I'm a bit tired. <laughs> Sometimes you're hungover. And true. On, and in those cases, you tend Very to be... Very rarely, though, on a... On a on a Wednesday. Yeah, when it gets to this time, surely you shouldn't yeah. be hungover anymore. We've For actually sure. got um, we've actually got Monday off from work. Like we got, you know, I was telling you that you we, got Monday off. yeah, we get these global days off for mental health, and it's like it's incredible. Like they've, uh, like I'd love to name drop my my work on here, but I won't. I feel like yeah, that's the wrong know, thing to do. But yeah, free Monday off. This guy never works. Can have a great day. Mondays, Fridays, I don't get. It. <laughs> well, I got I got to a point where at the beginning of the year I'd had so many like either Monday or Fridays off because I took a few days to go away with the girlfriend, etc. And these these global days as well. That I got to the point where I was like, "Fuck, I don't I don't know what a five day work week feels yeah, like I was anymore." Say, like, <laughs> or you like don't show up on Friday? You're like I thought I had the day off. I, oh, like, I, crap, I, I just I don't completely know. missed work. And then it was like a full full five day week the other week, and I was like, "I don't like this." One time. Uh, I was, I was so used to traveling for day trips in Melbourne. Yeah. One time I like forgot that I, I, I had to be there for three days and I just <laughs> left without a backpack and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I have to buy all clothes for oh my three God. days. <laughs> it was so foolish. Anyway, uh, what problems. have you been up to, man? What have you been oh, watching, seeing, doing? You know, a, bun- a bunch of shit. So yeah. I actually caught up with last week. Obviously, we're going to talk about Wonder Watch in a moment. Caught up yeah. with that. There is a new show. We touched on it very briefly on a couple of week, weeks ago. There's a new Superman and Lois TV show. I watched that. You would be very surprised. It is... I'm not sure if it's just the first episode and they just put all their money in the first episode, <laughs> but it, it's different. It's not like your, your standard uh, CW shows. It's got like a... It's almost got like a film vibe to it. Like it feels like... It, it feels better quality just looking at it. To okay. look at it, it's beautiful. I will wait till it's over. Well, it's, I mean, you can do it. It's, I yeah. think it's episodic, right? But yeah. the interesting thing is it's a slightly older version of the characters. Mm. So Lois, uh, I mean, he doesn't really age that much. But Lois Lane's, I think, in her 40s, the actress. Okay. Uh, they've got two kids. And so the first episode sort of revolves around the two kids. Basically, one is like a jock and one is like a sad emo. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> And, and, and yeah and, and there's this conflict between them like conflict between uh clark and lois oh you know like should we tell him you superman should we not and then he's like well you know what if one of them has powers and the other doesn't what if they both have powers uh and there's and it's actually really good it's really interesting. so the family dynamic is what is interesting mm. but there is also and probably for me the probably my least favorite part of it but it wasn't bad was there's this overarching theme of this character who is attacking nuclear stations they love nuclear stuff in superman things don't they nuclear man he's back yeah um and he's attacking these nuclear stations and he culminates at the end of you there's a big name drop on who it might be and you're like oh great so it's really interesting that it's a slightly future version of them it's cool i I enjoyed it like it's it's an hour i had to split it into two parts i had to go out halfway through yeah but it's good Okay, well, I'm going to wait till it's done and I'll, I'll look at the IMD reviews. It needs to be above 75 <laughs> for me to dabble well, with a CW. But no, I, I get it. It's the, the, There also hasn't been a lot of Superman stuff. It's not like There's recently. been a lot of Superman well, stuff. No, not recently. I think this is the other guy than who's the, in... Other than the Snyder Cut. But. Well, I think this is the guy who's in the Infinite Crisis crossover on the CW show. So, you know, I mean, you know this, but just for anyone who doesn't know this, uh, the CW shows did a big crossover recently where they basically played out one of the big storylines from the comics called infinite crisis where all different supermans from all different universes etc and flashes and la 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 they all came together and there was a, a cameo from ezra miller from the movies hmm. from the, the the justice league the, i didn't know that the snyder cut uh yeah it was it was really interesting i watched a few of them and then i couldn't pirate them from anywhere so i could <laughs> not watch the rest of them <laughs> bad bad man yeah bad other, bad man. other than that not a huge amount what have you been uh, to? i have watched what have i been watching I, dude, I've been on this like Western kick. So like, oh, I was I was watching Godless. Um, it's a Netflix series. What's it about? 
you know, what's every Western about? The guy freaking <laughs> walks around. What's every show about? It's nonsense. The guy walks around <laughs> in the desert. He's sweaty. Somebody breaks a horse at some point. Somebody mm. else is an outlaw who's doing some bad things. Uh, you know, it's all the yeah, tropes. Yeah. But it's it's about basically an outlaw gang chasing after a kind of like a guy who's who who's broken off from the gang, right? Oh, and he's okay. trying to like turn good. He never had a family. Was raised mm. by this gang. Very Red probably Dead has done some. Yeah, very redemption arcy. Uh, and then it's also about the other part of the story is about this kind of town that was a big mining town. It was looking really, really good. Big explosion because that happens mm. in mines. Kills all the guys. <laughs> every, every All the guys in the town. So right. like literally 80 males. So this town is now a bunch of women. And it's like following them on how they survive as well right. in the Wild West. You know, when a lot is of people. going to cross would, over at some point and there's going to be a big like. Well, you know, they need <laughs> only man in town. They need help. He, you know, wink, so, wink. He, so it's kind of like, are we going to support this outlaw? That's kind of the premise to That's help us because there's a lot of people that want to take advantage of them in, in the Wild West. So there's there's a lot of good actors in it as well. Who's, um, who's in it? God, I don't know her name. I'm pulling her up now, but she's in a bunch of like kind of more famous Netflix things. Let me right. pull it up. I still. Uh, it's got the guy from Dumber Dumber, not Jim Carrey. The other one. What's his name? I never remember his name. Uh, but he's good. No, I didn't see Dumb Dumber until very recently. Really? Yeah, it's one of those movies that everyone always goes. And I'm the same with this type of thing, right? So if someone tells me repeatedly to watch something, I actively don't. I'm like, you're hyping it up too much, and I'm, it's never going to live up. Like, so Step Brothers, perfect example. Yeah. I, I, I just never watched it because everyone goes, it's the best, it's the best. And I eventually watched it, and I was like, it's fine. It's like, a little It's, it's not as good actually. as everyone goes on I didn't on think it was that great, Step Brothers. Anyway, that's... No, it's a, not. It's, yeah, it's nothing on like It's Anchorman kind of absurd, or, actually. It's too absurd. Yeah. Um, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. So he's oh, also yeah, yeah. in like yeah, yeah, yeah. the newsroom and a bunch of other stuff that more drama role, but he's the main bad outlaw so far. Yeah, he okay. plays it well. Okay. Uh, Thomas Brody Sangster, if you know who that is. Nope. The uh, the guy from Love Actually, the little kid, who is also in Game of Thrones as yeah. the guy who can see all the future. He's also in like the Maze Runner he's also or something. In, he's also in something. He's in Queen Queen's Gambit as one of the right. chess players that she goes through. He still looks like he still looks like he's a. He looks like that child only larger. He really does. He doesn't age much. But this was in 2017, that? so he actually looked a bit older in um, Queen's Gambit, a little bit right, more right, mature. Right, right. But okay. you're right. He still had that look. Yeah, that's so weird. Like he's a vampire, right? Yeah. Surely no. some of these guys in Hollywood face. are vampires. He's just got a baby. Face. No chance. Dude, he's some a baby. Of, he's, he's, he's also not that old. I think he's probably in his mid 20s. He just started his career really young. Um, so that guy's in it and have you, have you seen the guy this week who's come out who's like a deep fake of Tom Cruise have you seen that he's no. like he does all these like I, th- I think he's on TikTok I don't have TikTok I wouldn't know okay. but he does he, he's obviously got like the same hair and like he deep fakes Tom Cruise's face onto himself and he has all the mannerisms really down he's doing like magic tricks on camera oh, it's God. fucking great Tom Cruise is so obnoxious he's a, as well he's definitely a vampire yeah he's fucking well, he's drinking know, blood for sure have you ever noticed that his, his front his front teeth are slightly off center no once you see it Life has changed. Like <laughs> you can never look in the same way guy. again. Like seriously, right? You look, I've actually you, heard someone say this. Actually, draw a line down his face, and then you will see that his, his the center of his teeth is like significantly to the side. It's not a small weird. amount. It's like significantly weird. to the side. It's fucking weird. Um, Tom anyway, Cruise, the man with all the money. Yeah, Godless, eight point three on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so, good. Wow. To be fair, it's a slow one. It's start. It's starting pretty slow, but I'm. I'm I'm a Western fan, so I'm, I'm in for the long You're ride. You're in a minute anyway. I think it, yeah, I think it will turn around and become pretty compelling pretty fast um, right. after the first four episodes, which I've watched. How many episodes are there? I think it's 10. 10 in the season. Yeah, it's like it's a proper it been 10. renewed for a second season. That's no, it's, usually, it's, a uh, proper, uh, it's a proper like miniseries. Is it a close story? Yeah, close story. Okay, one well episode. then. Okay, interesting. But they will always find a way. <laughs> Maybe. If, if it's that It was good. made a while ago, so I doubt it. Wait, sorry, when did you say it was made? When, 2017. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, you never know. Netflix loves to do two, three seasons and then drop something. True. They love their three-season runs. That is a runs. freaking fact, except for my favorite Dark Crystal series, <laughs> which you still haven't seen. Anyway. I probably won't either. Do you want to jump into Wonder Watch? Uh, yeah, dude. We've been watching The Wonder. It's what, the second-to-last um, episode. Yeah, it was. I, look, I think we have differing opinions on this one. So Again, we have completely different opinions. Which is with, and they've switched. You go, hit me. What do you think? Um, I thought this is this is exactly what I kind of wanted. Like I wanted, right. like it kind of broke away completely from the sitcom, okay. like stereotype. It progressed, gave us expanded the lore, gave us indicators of really where it was going to go, where the MCU might go in the future. Um, we kind of do get a bit of a look under the covers of who's been influencing it all. 
I think even last week in the podcast, I said, alone. yeah, except it, it was wasn't, Agatha. it wasn't gimmicky like that when we did this episode, thankfully. She I actually like kind of became, I liked it. she kind of became a badass bitch, I think. Like kinda. she, you could see she's like, yeah. not to be trifled with. You, yeah, get, yeah. you get her backstory. You, you absolutely got like the yeah. beginning bit where you show, it showed her in the Salem, the Salem times, 1600s, I think. Yeah. And she, well, there was some blue magic and then there was some purple magic. <laughs> that and part then, was kind of lame. And then everyone kind of went Died, shriveled. Like, yeah. It was weird, but I kind of liked that it showed off like how she sort of kicked off. And it also shows like this is a new kind of thing that we're going to explore in the MCU. Magic. Magic um, and what it looks like and I'm, how it works. And the big reveal at the end of the episode is obviously chaos magic that yeah. that Scarlet Witch, as we now will know her, Scarlet yeah. Witch, Wanda. So you is, are the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she, she uses chaos magic, which is a big deal in the comics. And I also just liked how they retconned like a bit where it was like, I didn't mind the retcon of like, you always had, were a bit different, yeah, 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 but yeah. this thing also made you something different. Like you're being influenced by the yeah. Mind Stone because she got tweaked such, it yeah, even yeah. more, right? It basically like, yeah. it basically brought out her past. Yeah. And I, I didn't mind that either. Um, I, do you know what it was? This was the exposition dump episode. That's what it was. It was the point where they went, here's all the stuff. And we're not, nothing, nothing's going to happen, but here's a load of exposition. And well, like stuff happened, I like, you're thought, right, but nothing I, happened the episode before. And but it was, I wanted, it was that, that should have been the exposition episode. This should have been the ramp up episode. Then it should have been a big finale. Like, I just think the big the, finale just has too much to like, okay, right. My point of view of it, right, is that I just feel like they've left themselves too much to do with one episode. Now, there's still there's still persisting rumors that there might be a secret 10th episode, which is probably just going to be like a making of, but there are there are rumors about that. And I just think there's so much left not closed off from the series. Like what are they going to I mean But I mean it's not it's not meant to be this reoccurring series. Like it's just meant to be an introduction to not. the new face. Well, all right, hear me out. So you I know saw, what I mean like I saw a tweet the other day by some dude uh, J3XXX. Sorry, I'm sorry, that's the wrong person. Another guy whose name I unfortunately don't have. But his tweet was, all right, so things need addressing in the last episode. Who is Fietro? Who is Wu's witness from the very first episode? Uh, what's the book in the basement? Uh, how can the boys exist outside the hex? What is the next yeah, in reference to? Yeah, but what makes you to? think they're going to explain all this? This is the seeding ground for their entire new phase. They're going to pull bits and pieces of this in all the, the movies, But there's too. nothing in the phase that is Wanda-focused. It doesn't need to be. It's MCU. How, they're not going to... But the, what, what, oh, they're just going to leave all that open no, I just open-ended. mean that like, she could be a villain. She doesn't have to be the dame on the movie for her not to be for her to be in the movie. If they just snap and all of the things refer to her get murdered, fair enough, don't care. Like what do you mean? As like, in the boys. Yeah, well, that could be also be it. They were all illusions. I thought they kind of hinted at that already. Yeah, but how? That, well, in the in the comics, Speed and Wiccan, the two boys, Billy and Tommy, uh, they become pretty big heroes, and they've been massively hinting towards like a young Avengers team for so like forever now. So that that's clearly going to be one of the crooks of that young young Avengers team. So how are they going to live outside it? The only the only thing that really got me about that episode that I actually really liked was the White Vision. Now, I don't know how much you know about White Vision. You're in the post credit oh, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The White Vision in the comics is essentially a murder bot. Like, it is Vision, but without his... Well, you could kind of expect that that's what they were going to do. And the only thing I'm excited about now is seeing White Vision versus Red Vision. Like, that's going to be fucking sick. A lot of the stuff, I think my issue with it was, was because there was so, so much exposition, it doesn't leave any of it to the imagination. It's the whole Wolverine thing. But in, it... the, in the comics, like, the, whole, the best thing about Wolverine was that nobody fucking knew where he came from and no one knew his backstory. And then they eventually gave him one. And it never quite lived up to the sort of like seed of expectation. That sort of like those, those blanks that you fill but in. But you had to know house. that they were going to, this is a mystery. There was going to be a reveal. The whole the, thing was yeah, a mystery. I, the I, whole just, time. I just didn't want her entire life revealed. I, th- I think they could have left some bits to your imagination. It was like, so for me, like they could have just done like, they didn't have to show her watching every single so fucking sitcom forever. So for me, I knew forever. that. Like, and that wasn't even a reveal to me. It was like obvious that this is something she watched in her youth and thus she was yeah. recreating it. Like that, I think we were kind of all knew the you whole time. You didn't have to do a, yeah. a 10 minute scene on that. So, I didn't need that. So no, you didn't. It was more just, I think it led to the stark thing that we do know. And I, I agree. So, but I think that part of it was actually what I had asked, was I hoping it would be where it was like in that basement, she explored the depths of Wanda's grief and yeah, mind. Yeah, called it. Yeah. So like it was, but that was actually to me pretty, I was excited for that. I was like, okay, like that was cool. let's actually explore this. Let's actually think about it. You're right. It might've been over explanatory. Ex- how do I say I this I think word? they could have made it more subtle. 
They could have, but, but like I also liked how you were exploring it, and she was kind of figuring it out on the way too, like a little Scrooge McDucky kind of. It's it seems. Uh, as, did, you, did you notice as well that in this episode they kind of they covered off all the weird references in in the ads in the shows. So the beeping toaster at the beginning was obviously a reference to the Stark bomb that was flashing yeah, yeah. red, and then the the von uh, sorry the Hydra watch was obviously uh, a reference to her being experimented on by the Hydra guys. And the, the real interesting one was the one about the shark. Now, we didn't really talk about this when we watched it. You know, the one about the, the, remember, yo- yeah, the, the yogurt? yogurt? Yeah, yeah. When he, when he just drains of life. And it sh- and then you obviously Agnes draining yeah. all those witches of life. You wonder if that's going to be the fate that awaits Scarlet Witch, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. What I like, you know, what I like about it is that it sets up a big conflict that I don't think will be, yeah. I don't think it'll be finished. In we're going to see blue magic. Show. We're going to see red magic. We're going to see well, white I mean, like, magic. You, like, we're going to see purple magic. <laughs> we're going to see all the magics. Do you think that like, I don't care. She's, that she's going to make it out of this series. Yes. So then to me, that's the answer, right? This has been a setup for the entire rest of the MCU. Okay. I'm just going to quickly then go back to my original one then. Who is Fiatro? Th- is it going to cover that off? I think that he will Probably be... Probably not. I think that he will be a figment that she's created that... And work, and it, it's almost like the first indicator But obviously that, not because Agnes brought him in. Agnes brought well, That's him. my point. So like they're kind of they're kind of like doing a bit of a red herring here where they've like made it seem like he was this thing. And that's then, fine if that's the case and they explain it, but I don't think they have time to explain. I think it. I think it'll it'll then be a divot like that's explained into uh, in into the multiverse where this is like okay. that action rips open the multiverse or okay. something like that. Like I'd be keen on that. Anyway, who is who is the aerospace engineer? I uh, will see about that. Shouldn't, <laughs> that shouldn't be too hard to throw Look, in. I, or I just or think, maybe we just thought too much into that. I just think there was so much exposition. They didn't fill in enough blanks. Like they filled in. How st- did you they, like the last episode then? They did nothing and it was all the same. Nah, because it had it had all the suspense. It had all of the drama. It had <laughs> it everything. Was this was, this was just a boring fucking <laughs> like. Here she no was when she was a kid. Was so fucking boring. This anyway, was her vision sitting on it, sitting talking on stuff. Yeah, we're yeah, not gonna look. agree. But what I will we say, we should watch is, the final episode together, though. Of course, I'm down. One of the best lines I think I've heard in a in a series actually when it's actually trying to be like sincere and like thoughtful. Yeah. What is grief if not love persevering? And it actually has a news for this week. Like, I thought that was amazing. I wrote it down. I was like, that's a pretty great line. He said it with sincerity. It actually, it fit the moment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently this line has just been made into copy pasta and is like a meme now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, at first, like, everyone loved it. And then, like, the internet was like, no, this is shit. And everyone's throwing it back. Classic fucking internet. But I don't get it. I think it's great. Why does internet hate everything? I don't know. I I don't understand it. it. Well, anyway, just sliding, sliding into our our next, our next, um, Wait, what do we got here? Uh, what's what have we been hearing? News? Hang, what's going on? Yeah, no, but what, what do you call it? Ah, oh, sliding into our next segment. Oh, segment. Nice bit. A, a, lo- a lovely little. You didn't slide. A lovely, you, little, you a lovely little segue there <laughs> from stumbled. MCU to MCU. <laughs> he's, he's, he's tripped Dude, I'm gonna obviously cut that out. Like, fuck, man, come on. <laughs> uh, I can't cut it out now, can I? It's gonna no, be. In there. It's gonna have to be out. in there. Well, sliding sliding nicely into Have you heard this week? Yes. Have you heard that? The date for the new Loki Marvel TV show has I been didn't announced. Actually hear that. It is coming on June 11th. Now that's that going to be, actually? dude. I'm. S- this is the one I'm pumped for. Yeah, I, wish I don't give a shit about Falky next. and Bucky Boy. Those guys can do whatever I wish they want. This one was coming next. Bucky, Falky Boy. You know those two. By the way, Gail was. Uh, Gail was watching uh, Gossip Girl. Okay. And what's his name? Bucky Boy. Di- he's in the. He's in the no. show. Yeah. Sebastian Stan. He looks the same, actually. Can we talk about him last week? Wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't Wasn't the Deep in that in that as well? Yeah. Well, the Deep. Oh the, my god! This is the, Imagine they're, those they're two. They're mates. The, in the thing, and then they <laughs> have a falling so out because like Bucky Boy's kind of a dick, but Bucky Boy. Uh, he looks Falcon exactly the same, and it's been like fifteen years or something. It's oh, that's good. Impressive. So he's in a Hydra base for the seven of them. Yeah, so true. he must have. Do you think he was doing the action on the side? Do you think they would <laughs> fire no truck, idea. red phone, yeah, a lot of lotion. <laughs> Go and act, <laughs> Gossip Girl. Don't kill anyone. <laughs> just play poker and steal this guy's money that's yeah. what I saw on this thing uh, but, no I didn't hear that Did, is there other Marvel news that you want to go through we, I mean there's, there's there's a bunch I heard of that here. Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, Disney Plus series has cast the one of the people from Game of Thrones the Who? Sand Snake the mom um, Illyria her name, yeah Illyria Indira Varma is the actress's name okay so she's going to be an. I actually quite liked her as an actress yeah she was good they got when a raw, she had a good good material they got a raw deal 
yeah. as a character. Yeah, but in that but... first season, especially like when yeah. when uh, Sports Game of Thrones, the yeah. Viper's head gets fucking. Oh yeah, crazy. She's like her exploded. acting was pretty wild. Unbelievable the yeah. way she, that scream. Yeah, it's like sh- that. the shriek is like deafening. Like, it off your, massively. Your uh, skin crawls for sure. Oh yeah, well, did you hear? I mean, you did it because I told you about it. But did you hear this week about the the live action Halo series that's coming? I it's coming did. to Paramount Plus, which is which interesting. Is, uh, another streaming service. Well, I think that's an old one that they've rolled into it. it they've re- rebranded essentially. I I didn't read was the whole like story, Hulu? but anyway, it's coming in uh, Q one of twenty twenty two. Which I will, if you believe I will that, uh, pirate that. Yes, I will absolutely also pirate <laughs> that. Pirate we'll, that. We'll pirate it together. Let's let's do that. Well, actually, um, yeah, we did, we did have a little bit more uh, MCU news. Sorry, I missed this. I should have said it a moment ago. But apparently, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is likely to wrap filming on the 23rd of April. That's there you go. soon. That means it's so connected well, it's to, gonna come, to yeah. Wanda. Well, she walked straight from the set of Wanda to do this. So that was did her. she? Yeah. There you go. It was, it was confirmed. It's going to be super connected. It was connected. in an interview, Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, I don't know his fucking name. Like the, the dude who's ahead of Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Feige. That's a Feige. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige. Kevin Fagan. Yeah, okay. Like the dude from Oliver. Um, he, um, so apparently he said in an interview that like, he was like, oh, um, Elizabeth Olsen went straight from filming one thing to the other. And it yeah. was, yeah, super interesting. Um, I had something I was going to say. What were we talking about right before that? Halo. Yes. Halo was one of the things that we actually talked about as video games that we should have made into movies. Damn, we called it. People listening. Damn, we called People it. People are listening, This man. has got to have been in anyway. production for a good year now, but we, we absolutely well, called it you know, two weeks ago. Whatever, dude. They're listening. Someone's yeah. listening. Fuck. Good, good on you guys. Well, yeah, Keep I guess if it's about ideas. to come out, then fair enough. Mate, when, when a Red Dead Redemption 2 like, <sighs> TV show comes out, that'll never get made. When that comes out, you cannot say a single fucking word. Because it's already a movie. Call it. <laughs> it's not going to be made. I'm fine. I'm confident in saying that. Well, interestingly, did you hear this week that there is a Superman reboot in the works? Uh, and it is being co-helmed by Tanahasi Coates and J.J. Abrams. Now, the interesting thing about this is that all all the sort uh, Tanahasi Coates worked on uh, Black Panther and a bunch of other things. All the indicators point to a Black Superman in this movie, which Black could, which could be really awesome. I mean, there's precedent in the comics, and it's about fucking time, man. Like, let's get some diversity in these goddamn movies. Are they? Why do Why do all indicators point to that? Is it just because the guy did Black Panther? Is his work in the past, yeah, and, okay. uh there is something I can't remember. It's to do with a different... The casting rumor or something? No, no, it's to do with, like, his um, production company. Ah. Okay. I can't 100% remember. Um, anyway. No, I didn't hear that, but I did hear that uh, Tom Holland said the way he approached his performance in the Uncharted movie was a mistake. <laughs> it's like he is just full of shitty... So? He needs, he's so young. He doesn't realize he's how... He's not that young. He's 25 he, now. It's pretty young. But either way, he still hasn't figured out like how this is totally obviously going to be like a headline bait that someone's going to use yeah. for clicks. Yeah. Uh, he basically just meant... I tried to like... I overacted sometimes, I think, and tried to like look cool for certain scenes instead of just being in the moment. Wouldn't totally you? innocent comment, right? But I, it's like, Tom Holland says his performance was a mistake. Like, <laughs> he's going to get totally... But also, click my articles. They're going to be... It's going to be... It's going to get everywhere. Everyone's going to want to click on that. I would. Uh, no, I know. I agree. You clicked like, I'm sure that the director won't be stoked about this yeah. quote, though. Anyway. Let's be honest. All publicity is good publicity at this point. Yeah. Like, that, that movie needs all the eyes on it can possibly get. Army Hammer would not agree. <laughs> he's probably off eating someone's liver or something uh, at this point did you hear black adam apparently officially begins production this month with the rock at the helm so black adam we talked about this before is the kind of the anti-hero to shazam some uh, similar sort of uh, and they, i needed that reminder to be yeah, honest it's, it's all right but they did, they did they, there's some eyes. teases in in shazam for him as well but dwayne johnson has been uh signed up to do the role for uh, that'll be good probably years now that'll be good because um, him and the yeah. other guy will have a good dynamic. I think they would, and I hope yeah. that Zachary Levy. I think he is. Zachary Levy is the guy who plays. Shazam. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever watch Chuck? No. He was in that. Was he? Was he good? He was, it was funny. I liked that show for the first three seasons. It was on NBC back when I watched. Like, I mean, this was like high about? school. He just is like this. It, honestly, the premise of the show is so absurd. Now that I'm saying it, <laughs> he works at like a Best Buy. And somehow, okay. like, like as a part of the geek squad, you know, the people that used to, like, go, like, fix IT things yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. They had, like, a service desk. Um, and, like, for some reason, the CIA has to take over this Best Buy okay. and, like, have undercover Shrek. agents there. And he becomes, like, an agent as a part of this. Uh. It's pretty absurd. Anyway. 
Um, Interesting. I, I digress. <laughs> well, no. Well, well, actually, I think it's going to be a cool movie. Like, but well, actually, you know what? It's one of them that's been hyped for so long. Could it ever live up to the hype? Well, I think that it's just a good casting. We'll see. Yeah, I think the Rock yeah. would be a, like, a good casting. I can we'll imagine see. him in so many roles in the MCU. Like, I just is... think that even even I think it's the perfect kind of goofy superhero movie for him to be. Like, rock, I don't know if he can be a the rock serious. Is the thing. I imagine The Rock is the thing in the uh, Fantastic Four. He's just a big <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, that would he be funny. He is the muscle. Oh, God. Going back, to, uh, going back to the MCU just very briefly, I should have called this out at the top of the show. Friend of the show, Luke, actually asked a question this week. He said, do you think that the MCU, with all these things going on and pulling in certain aspects from everywhere, do you think that they're building towards a Sinister Six movie? but across different universes. So Sinister Six, obviously, in Spider-Man is, you know, when all these bad, worst enemies get together. Oh, yeah, I Do you this. think that what we're seeing now in the MCU, we kind of touched on this piece, but do you think what we're seeing now in the MCU is opening the doorways to have that in the next Spider-Man movie, which we now have the title for, and I've forgotten what it was. It's, far, it's No Way Home. It's always home. Well, that's part of Homecoming, the... That's part of the thing, though. Because like, obviously he wasn't with no Marvel, was he? he was with Sony, so he, was, he wasn't in, home. at home. Yeah. He's a Marvel character. He's, homeless. he's now home. <laughs> he's, he's a homeless. But there's one. no way home. Uh I mean, like, sure, but do they own the does Sony on the rights to all that too? Or? Yes, but that's what we're talking about. So when we're talking about the Alfred Molina's coming back to make a cameo in that movie, and yeah. Jamie Foxx, and you know, potentially all the other all the so other Spider Man. So you think in this movie, the Sinister Six could be involved? This is what friend of the show Luke posits. He says, you know, do you think they're building towards the Sinister Six movie, but across the universe, so the later. multiverse, building towards it, but not now? I think they could, could be. be. Could be. I, mean, I don't want. I don't want them to be, but they could be. I don't. I don't mind it. Sinister Six could be. It actually sounds kind of gimmicky, but uh, it's. But the, I think that's part of the reason why it's never actually happened. Yeah, it sounds kind of gimmicky. It's a bit too gimmicky. I don't think you need to name it the Sinister Six. Sinister Six. Like, I think you need to have a reason for these people to work together outside of, like, we need a group. <laughs> we need to have a club. Well, but we yeah, all well, hate when, Spidey. When you eventually get to play the Spider-Man game, which may never happen oh, because PS4, PS5's never going to get can out Can I here. ask a question here? Just a general nerdy Please. question. Like, what is taking so long? Fuck, dude. They I like, knew this many people would want it. What is I actually don't understand how you can COVID, can't, bro. That's actually interesting. I guess maybe they're, like, manufacturing vaccines, which is probably a better cause. I would hope so. But like, well, I do have four games sitting on the shelf, guys, so pick up Yeah, come on, guys. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I actually went in today because there was a, there was a rumor that there was going to be a big drop of PS5s to, in <laughs> Wait, Sydney. What? I, I follow a bunch <laughs> of stuff. You, did you give this to Gail? She's going to be pissed if you get one before. Dude, I fucking hope I got one before. <laughs> I have been looking for a while. Though. Um, she has yeah. since my birthday. Anyway. Yeah, well, there, there was a, there was a rumor that was going to happen, but apparently uh, it was just to fulfill orders that hadn't been fulfilled. But the pre-ordering might restart soon, so okay, we what, could what get your, lucky. What are your sources here? Hit me with your. I sources. just walked into a EB Games and asked the guy the you, question. You just said you had like a oh, Twitter um, source, you know, no, following jump, some things like an RSS jump on, feed. Uh, Kotaku. Kotaku. It's, okay. it's uh, typing now. Kotaku. It's ninety percent nonsense with ten percent stuff that's actually kind of useful. Kotaku. Ninety percent nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the ads in the middle of one. Yeah, exactly. Kotaku. Yeah. Um, ninety percent right, nonsense. That's the only other news I had, and we probably drag this on a bit. But Harry Potter RPG Hogwarts Legacy will reportedly allow for transgender characters, despite J.K. Rowling's musings and great on the topic, which I that's think is lovely. great that they're. I did not hear that this inclusive. week. Inclusive. I, you know, great. Yes. Good for, good for EB, w, WB I think games. WB for going against her crazy Craziness. And if there's any geeky news we missed that you want us to talk about, feel free to fire us a link on pod underscore assemble at Twitter. Um, yeah. anyway, that's, that's all I do. Well, let's, else. let's jump straight in with that main topic theme. Are you going to hit me with it? Main, main, main topic theme. Oh, we've got different this week. <laughs> uh, practice topic that one. Theme. Practice that one. So you just did it as the same cadence though. We're going to do it. We're going to do it differently every week from okay. now on until someone gives the main topic theme. Well, do you want to premise it? I do. Um, so basically we were at dinner with some, some mates. Absolutely. Call out to that. Friends call out to the, the Hemingway club. Yep. Um, where one of the guys uh, actually, we were just chatting, had a friend who apparently came in second. Like basically, might have even been. I think she flew out to LA for like yeah, the pilot and some that. screenings yeah, yeah. for the Game of Thrones character Daenerys Stormborn, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, and didn't get it. Came in second. Yeah. And so it prompted us on the topic of the, one of the boys suggested, "Oh, you guys should do some uh, 
almost castings, which we were like, oh, that's easy and fun. And yeah, and it's do awesome. It. Yeah. I, I love the idea that we, he literally knows that person. So, <laughs> friend, and, and, and sorry to that person. Yeah. Your life goes on. Gutted. You will, Flash. you will survive. I know you're probably still not over it. I would 10 not years be over later. that. Oh my, <laughs> you imagine the role of a lifetime? Yeah. Like she is like world famous. If now. it makes you feel any better, Amelia Clark literally had no idea. It was just out of drama school. Could yep. have been anybody. Right. And she now is world famous has a shit ton of money yeah. and is the face of also almost died so during the brands? filming of that. Did you hear about this? Which one? The first three seasons she was having like brain aneurysms, had like brain really? surgery in between seasons. She couldn't that, even talk that. for like months on end. I think anyway, look, it's insane. We're getting anyway, off topic here. Yeah, so, side the, topic. Uh, so thank you to friends of the show, Joe, John and Ben, ben. who doesn't, Ben definitely does not care about this, but the other two may actually listen, which is yeah. fun. So thank you for this topic guys. So we're going to talk about actors who missed out on massive roles. Now, there's a lot here, right? There's a lot to bite your teeth into. And I actually really love this. So this is this is actually one I think we could probably do over two episodes over a little while. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll stick to some of our favorites for today. And then next time, maybe we can jump in some of the weirder and wilder ones. But what we might do then, actually, sorry, is just talk about what difference it would have made if that person had got the role. Yeah, like, I, I think, think we'd, do, I think we'd do, like, what difference would have made? Would you have, like, like, are you intrigued by this? Yeah, or are you yeah, like, yeah. wow, that was super dumb. They're, they've would, dodged a bullet. Yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> would this have made that movie better or worse than Aquaman? So, uh, <laughs> picking one at random. Um, I'm just going top down. Okay, you're going to go top down. My first one is uh, Will Smith as Neo. Love this one. I, you love it. I, no, I, I love how ridiculous okay, it is. Okay, so I was going to say like, this. there's no way Will Smith. But there's one we have to pair this with after this. And okay. I, we'll talk about that in a moment. But I like, so I, I, so he's become like a YouTube influencer guy now, right? Will and Smith he, has. Yeah. And he's got this big YouTube channel that apparently, you know, millions and millions of people watch. I've never seen it. He did like mm-hmm. an, an ad for you, whatever. But Good he... Apparently told about this recently, and his reasoning was that like he walked in, to, he walked in to meet the Wachowskis, and apparently they were like, "Yeah, well, there's gonna be like, there's gonna be like kung fu, and it's gonna be slow motion. And we're gonna invent this camera, and it's gonna go round, and you're gonna be this, and you're gonna be the chair, and then, and he just apparently was like." I have no fucking idea what you're saying. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was like, like not really an yeah, organized meeting, and right, they just were yeah, like, yeah. these guys were just fucking brain farting ideas yeah. everywhere, and they were just like, what they do you were think just about like it? so excited, so but excited, they couldn't, so excited they couldn't. It's like me, like me when I find a new show or a game, I'm like I'm trying to explain it, but I'm just too excited. Anyway, I'm just trying to get all the words out all at once. Yeah, um, I think that like there's no way Will Smith could play like the first half of the movie, or even the first movie, yeah. as a whole, is until the very end, pretty much, is Neo coming out of his like nerdy hacker. Yeah herself and yep. realizing actually i'm supposed to be something more there's no way will smith can play that he's well, two of these two character character uh, he's got too much charisma too much of a character like a smiley kind of guy like he couldn't do it well yeah because uh, the only movie i could think of where he, he goes against that type really for the whole movie did you ever see the movie after earth that he did with his son i didn't see it Okay, right. But so it also didn't get great reviews. Dire. Yeah. The whole movie, the whole point of the movie is we've moved off Earth and yeah. they're doing like a routine check of this area and they end up coming down to Earth. He's a stoic warrior dude type thing who has learned to suppress his emotions. So mm. he's just deadpan Will Smith the whole time. Doesn't work. Well, just lacks everything. Also and also, he, his son is a fucking dreadful actor. <laughs> Poor Jalen. <laughs> Um, no, he, he also, to be fair, just like, pull no punches, couldn't, couldn't do it. Like he, he doesn't look, he's too good looking to play like a, like honestly to play. Whoa. Keanu Reeves is a beautiful man. I'm not saying he's not, but you can look at Keanu Reeves and like give him a weird haircut, do his hair a bit weird yeah. and make him look like he's a bit of yeah, an awkward yeah, hacker. Yeah. You can't make Will Smith look like that. True. He's just this yoked, charismatic dude. I just, anyway. I, I just think he encapsulated that so well. And then, but like, if you remember when the Matrix came out, like he was, he was in like, he'd gone back to not nobody. He'd like fallen off the oh, scale. Oh, for sure. This guy is, this revitalized his career. Yeah. I've, I've heard like stories of like when the first trailer came out for the Matrix, people were in cinemas and they were laughing at the fact that Keanu Reeves was this character because he was such a joke. Yeah. Like from Bill and Ted and... Yeah. Well, that was his typecast. And then yeah. What was the, and also fucking Point Break. Wasn't he in Point Break? Yeah, he was, yeah. 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 Um, that was way earlier. He just did, he, he was seen as this like Stony monochromatic, yeah. yeah, like doesn't have much chops, which I find really interesting. And go, sticking with that line of actors not fully understanding roles, it's one that <laughs> you, you have to bring up off the back of that because for the same reason, Sean Connery apparently 
turn down the role as Gandalf <laughs> Which, like, in the Lord of the Rings fucking thing because God. he didn't understand the movie. So he's got a, he's actually got a history of this, interestingly. <laughs> so there's a bunch of movies. There's yeah. a ring. I can't even <laughs> just Scottish accent. Yeah. Like, can you do he, one? He's I can't. Really deep and Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. That's, 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 that's a ring. Yeah, that's a ring. Ring. But there's a ring. A dwarf. I can't even do it. Anyway, not to mention like. With that Scottish accent, can you imagine him stumbling through a movie oh my he didn't God, understand? Yeah, I mean, thank God we didn't get that. Ian McKellen was perfect. Well, perfect so, yeah, Ian, Mc- Ian McKellen was perfect. And what's interesting is that he had fallen right off the map. So he was one of the earlier... He act- did. He, so he was one of the earlier actors who came out who came out as like a gay actor. And mm. it was still very much weird at that point. Crazy. Anyway... He was one of the very first actors to come out and it, it really derailed his career. Like he never went away. He mm-hmm. did like a lot of musicals and he was in plays, but he was never a big screen presence. And then this came around and then you had X-Men pretty soon as well. All of a sudden, one of the biggest stars in the world. Okay. It's incredible. But can you imagine saying no to anything because you don't understand the script? <laughs> like what the fuck? And then, and then to well, tap like, it all off. At this point though, like Lord of the Rings was like, like a, it's huge. The books were I huge. I mean, the books have So, been, like, you would have known, like, this is a good idea. Yeah. It's, like, a sure thing. And, and because, go and because he didn't take this role, he then went and took the role in, do you remember the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yeah. Like, probably the worst superhero I movie of all time. Movie. And he it, he literally quit acting because of that role. Did he really? <laughs> he He's like, fuck this, I'm done. He literally quit acting because of that role. So, like... Maybe maybe do something you don't understand occasionally. Maybe yeah. push your own boundaries a little bit. <laughs> um, here's one for you. Yeah, please. Uh, Robin Williams as Jack Torrance in The Shining. That's interesting. I like that we're not sticking too closely to superheroes. Maybe we'll do a few at the end. There is. I have a. I have a few. Yeah, I've got ones. a few as well. But there's so many. Like, yeah. go on. Yeah, but I really like that. I think it's been like ingrained in our heads for as long as you can like even think about it that Jack Nicholson is like an yeah. iconic role. Yeah. Like, here's Johnny. Like, it's <laughs> fucking Jack Nicholson's face. But, like, I honestly am intrigued and could see Robin Williams have, bringing something I different but similar yeah. at the same time. Like, yeah. a, a, executing just as well. But you, you, it's iconic. It's Jack Nicholson. But Ooh. I would have been down. Completely well. agree. And if you if you ever see his movie, I think it's called One Hour Photo. No, I haven't seen it. One Hour Photo. I think it's called that. So it's back in the days when photos used to get developed. Ah. So he they, he took their films and he developed the, the film for his family and he eventually stole and like that intensity he brings to that, he's much more of just like a silent sort of stalker killer guy, and it's fucking like yeah. intense. And I can imagine him taking that role and running with it. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be good. Um, like, so not just, bad actually. Probably a proper running. I don't actually know the history of this one though. Like, what happened with oh, it? Oh, do you want me to do one? Oh, yeah, you still, talking, you still talking about Robin Williams? No, I was just gonna say I don't know if he took it or oh. didn't get it or whatever. But okay. yeah, go ahead. Mate, we'll, we'll do some research next time we do this. Yeah. So we actually know what we're talking about. <laughs> actually, my one that I actually found really interesting and is probably one of my favorite all-time movies is that apparently the role of Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters was written for John Belushi. Can you believe that? <laughs> can you, like, looking back no. on it now, yeah, can you believe no, that? No. So apparently he just died before the movie was finished being written. So like... Like the, Although, like, he is funny, too. He's hilarious. It would just be different. It'd it would be, be so different. different. I can't even... Different. Like, I was never the biggest fan of, uh, like, John Belushi's stuff personally. Like, and I, I can see why people are. Like, I have nothing against him. But you try and put that up against Bill Murray, bro. Like, that is the worst at command switch of all time. I mean, it's just a very different movie. Yes. Agreed. It's, like, crazy different style. Yeah. There's another one that barely made didn't make our list, but Bill Murray is like Forrest Gump, which also like same thing. Too funny. You just can't compare the You can't yeah. do it. Yeah, it would, he's he's also just too goofy to pull off something like that with do sincerity, you, I think. Do you know a lot of John Belushi stuff? Uh well, he was in a lot of just like gang movies, wasn't he? Yeah, or, uh, back like in the day. Mob movies. Yeah. yeah, and I never really never really got Casino, into that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, I never uh, got into his stuff for whatever reason. And Bill Murray is one of my icons. I fucking love that guy. Like, nah, have you great. seen like the videos of when he crashes like some people's weddings and shit? No, and he'll, ju- he'll just do like the eulogies for like the sake of it. That's hilarious. I mean, oh, like he's just a funny dude. He is just, and he just doesn't give a shit, no, which doesn't. is the best part about him. And that's what I feel like everyone should be. Go on. So, what's your next one? Hit me up. This one is just like when I read it, I couldn't believe it. Um, O.J. Simpson <laughs> as the Terminator. Oh, God. Like, what, dude? <laughs> what? This is like, 
Oh, this is like Simpsons. the world is like there. There is a god when things like this happen. Yeah, because like, it's just so funny. Like, so he didn't get it. I think he was like close, or maybe he did get it. But anyway, they changed their mind at the last minute. I think James Cameron. Yeah, said that in the end he didn't go with Simpson because people wouldn't have believed a nice guy like OJ <laughs> playing the part of a ruthless killer. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It's like, dude, talk about fucking aged like milk. Oh, my like God. You, you, you want to have that quote back, mate. Yeah. You want that shit back into your mouth. Oh, my days. Could you imagine? This is obviously before all this stuff. Yeah. I, actually, I, I think you – yeah. I, I think the fact that he had too nice a face <laughs> doesn't really – <laughs> doesn't really cover it. But apparently there were a couple of people in contention for that role. Um, and But he wasn't... So he didn't look... He looked too nice to be like an infiltration robot. Like he'd have stood out too much in the crowd. Yeah. And Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't? <laughs> the man is a fucking brick wall. Seriously. Like, like. <laughs> literally, if he walked past you in the street, you'd know about it. Yeah, that's fair. That's Unbelievable. Fair. All right. I've got one here. And this is quite a commonly, commonly known one. But I'm going to pivot it at the end. So... I don't know if, how you say the name, Bernalis. Is it Doug Ray? Is it Dugray? Is it Doug Ray? Oh, Doug I Ray saw this Scott? One. Yeah. So Doug Ray Scott um, famously was cast as Wolverine for the 2002 X-Men movie. But the, the shoots for Mission Impossible 2... Where he's like a villain, isn't when, he? He's the villain. He's, yeah. It's not, a, it's not it's the worst Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, it's not a good movie. He's, the shoots for that went over... And apparently Tom Cruise wouldn't let him leave to do the movie. He was like, you have to stay to do this. Of course he, he was. He apparently spoke out in an interview recently and was like, yeah, Tom Cruise just wouldn't let me leave. Like, I couldn't do it. So they just had to recast and, you know, tw- 20 years later, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, one of the most iconic superhero Good for parts. Us. Bummer for him. Great for, I mean, I like, I can't imagine it. Like, can you imagine him bulking up for the role? Probably not. Not the way that old mate did. And I mean, that guy. Hugh so, Jackman is yeah. phenomenal for this role. Now, before we just jazz about, jazz about Hugh Jackman for a moment, perhaps I could just mention to you as well that another actor was offered this role. And the reason they turned it down is possibly my favorite reason for anything ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if I told you that Russell Crowe was also offered the role, another I could kind of see it, you know, when he's like gruff and he's got... You have to like change his hair, but yeah. Yeah, and it was just after he'd done Gladiator, apparently. So... In the original cut of Gladiator, his sigil was a wolf. Huh? And he apparently there was a wolf in it with him. And his reason for not wanting to take it was he didn't want to be thought of as a wolf man. <laughs> he, he clearly didn't understand the role of Wolverine quite. I didn't want to. Be, can you imagine him answering that in like a serious yeah, interview? Like, like I, I didn't want to be. I can't I do just that. can't imagine. Wolf man. And look, look at that role now. Like, like Logan. Like probably one of the best superhero movies ever. Jesus, I'll be like you. I'll be like you. Jackman took a punt on the wolf, man. Oh my god, um, <laughs> that's a great one. Another one that's in the MCU world that you may have seen. Yeah, Emily Blunt is Black Widow. Yeah, you see, she that's could interesting. do it. She, she could do it. I think her point was she didn't want to be just a female character in a male-dominated movie, which is kind of fair enough. I thought it was a scheduling conflict. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think part I think, of it was yeah. scheduling conflict. But like she could have made it work. And Well, the yeah. crazy part is and like... she didn't have a big enough part. I well, think in that is. one, that is what she is. True, in the very kind first, of. In the like, first one, yeah. But like, obviously she emerges as something else. It, actually, does that even happen in that movie or does it in, in the yeah, next yeah, one? Yeah, so we only watched it recently. She, you find out she's a Black Widow okay. in the first movie. Yeah. So, um, to be fair, I, like, I think that she does get a bunch of agency and it's like... Yeah, anyway. No, man, she's only just getting the first solo movie 10, 12 years Bro, she's later. she's been in like every single Avengers that, movie. That doesn't mean she's like, she's she's in there, but it's never her name on it. It's, ne- it's never Black I mean, Widow. But it's not like... Black Widow and the Winter the, Soldier. It's not the Winter it's Soldier, yeah. Black say, Widow versus Captain America Civil War. There's plenty of people that don't have their name on it. Anyway, she lost a lot of I, money on I, that I, one. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. Yeah. Well, let's, let's do another MCU one then. I think you'll like this one. Yeah. Did you hear that Elizabeth Olsen was wanted by J.J. Abrams for the role of Rey in Star Wars, The Force Awakens? How interesting is that? So uh, apparently, you know, he thought he he loved her for the role, really wanted her. She could play the dark side pretty well. I think she'd be great at that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apparently she was just committed to the Scarlet Witch role and wanted to see where it went, which is really interesting that, I mean, both Disney now. I mean, it worked out She could have flip-flopped. I mean, definitely has in the long run. yeah. 
I think considering all we're talking about is bloody one division. No, half but of I the think time. Star Wars is like a different kind of iconic different role beast, too, yeah. though. I, I think that also it's good though that for Star Wars they went with someone. Well, unknown. I guess she was kind of unknown before Daisy this. Really? Yeah, she's no. I'm saying like oh, uh, Emily, Olsen. yeah, Elizabeth Olsen, like. Kind of how I know. I've seen her before in other things, but how I know her is from MCU. So maybe I, she. I didn't know there was another sister. I knew yeah. of the Olsen twins. Is it? Yeah, Elizabeth. She's a different sister. I thought she's, she's just of one that, of the twins. She's in that family? Yeah. That actually makes so much sense. She kind of does look like that. How did you not know this? I just didn't know. I mean, like, <laughs> that's after my she's, mind just, she's just, I, just blew my mind. I just assumed. But she's like the older sister. I think so, yeah. So I just assumed that... God, that's so weird because he does kind of look of like them. them. Yeah. Well, I just assumed that what happened was they just sort of like smashed into each other and merged into one person. Did and you that's think that there were three came. of them and they were just, she was just the weird one that wasn't a twin? No, you know what it was? I thought there were three of them and they just swapped one out when they didn't want it to do a public appearance. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually triplets. It's <laughs> so actually what happened with like Full House. They're like, who's on good behavior today? You, oh, really? You will play the kid. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's actually only one. So what is my next one? Well, on that note, we were kind of talking a little bit of uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, Han Solo. Guys, you teased me with this earlier. Han now Solo. Tree. Give me, Give me it. Kurt Russell. Ooh. And Al Pacino. Kurt Russell, I could see. Al Pacino? Yeah, that, that other, I almost uh, wish, yeah, I, didn't, I, almost wish I didn't mention it. But like <laughs> Kurt right. Russell. You derailed me now. Yeah, Kurt Let's Russell would work though. No. He would have been good. No. I love oh, Kurt sorry, Russell. Sorry, sorry, Kurt Russell, yeah. Kurt Russell would, Al Pacino, no. It would have been, been way different. But can like, we please talk about that? Al Pacino <laughs> no, is. I shouldn't have mentioned Han it. Just I want to talk about Kurt Russell. Yeah, we can talk about it in a minute. Uh, but like, let's, Al, Al Pacino is Han Solo would be interesting. That would be the. Oh, the cantina scene would have been shit. way different. Yeah, he would have He would have barely moved. He just. Uh, yeah. Just shot. <laughs> Like, I don't understand it. That's just nonsense. I so, mean, like, no, you could kind of see how, like, Al Pacino would play, like, a more kind of calm, not as, like, not as excitable and gruff or er, uh, Han Solo. I could see excitable. it. But he's too, he's too old, I think, even when this was happening. I think he may have been too old. I think that might have been the factor. But Kurt Russell, I like that idea. Kurt Russell fits. He's got the, he's got it's the, the same. It's kind of the same, like character yeah he's got like, set, yeah. personality you could see why that's what they were going for probably a lot now, less sarcastic less sarcastic for yeah. sure like now that being said obviously they they it went well and we're, we're glad that they cast uh, harrison, old, ford? harrison ford jesus yeah the most american name ever can you remember uh, what year the first uh can you remember what year the first star wars came out uh, is it 78? I'm just looking. Well, we, we should know this because we did the Christmas no, special. I, I think we did. And we I, talked all about it. I think I'm just it was like late 70s. Yeah, I know no, it was. I'm just wondering what Kurt Russell was doing in 78. Where was he at? So, so it is. We're doing this live, guys. So yeah, no, it's all right. Really so he did intriguing. an Elvis TV movie. 1977. Oh, wow. That, oh, God, he wasn't He wasn't anything. He, wasn't, he was in Hawaii Five O. No, I, I'm pretty sure. That was a show back then? Yeah. Like, Star Wars was really unprecedented. No yeah. one thought no, it. No, no, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, Mark Hamill was an unknown. Yeah. Carrie Fisher was basically an unknown. Yeah, maybe you're right. I think yeah. it was like they actually just couldn't get the people they wanted. And George Lucas was like, I'm actually down. Like, let me, Kurt Russell would be perfect. I've seen the thing. You know, I'm into it. And uh, let's see. I, I'm reading well, let, me, let me tell you. Okay, right. He didn't get the movie, right? Fair play. Listen to, listen to these, these moves after. So he didn't get his big break, in my opinion, would have been 1981, Escape from New York. We talked about that before. Mental movie would have... One of my favorite movies. Then in 1982, does The Thing. And then we skip forward a couple of years. 1986, he does Big Trouble in Little China. Like, he's not done badly off the back of it. Let's be perfectly honest. Tango and Cash in 1989. He's had a good career, Kurt Russell. Yeah, he's the best, dude. He's I, great. I mean, I've, I'm on a Kurt Russell run after uh, Bonesaw Tomahawk, which I loved him in, right. as we talked about a few weeks ago. So here's his quote. Oh, I was interviewing for the part of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. On tape, this actually exists. I can't. I don't think you'd be able to find it, but it exists. I didn't have any idea what I was talking about. Something about a Death Star and a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I was actually pretty close in the final running, but I needed to give an answer to ABC to do a Western show. So I asked right. George, do you think you're going to use me? He said, I don't know if I want to put you with him or those two guys together, yada, yada, yada. 
I got to go to work. So I did. I did the Western. Clearly made the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> he's good about it. He's, he's good natured That's about awesome. It. Yeah. That's a, that's a really interesting one. But I'm still massively sidetracked by Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> Just I just don't get it. I mean, like he just doesn't have any of the roguish charm. He doesn't have that. He's just too fucking. He's, he's, he's like, too smooth, almost. Like it's a different kind of. It's charm. a completely. It's different a very. Character. It's a very yeah. different vibe. Like, that's thrown me. Yeah. yeah All I right. Get one you. second. Let me just give you my next one. You, that's a really good one. I appreciate that. Um, here's one that's gonna probably break your mind. Mm. Um, did you know that a very young Henry Cavill, pre getting. I'm not going to say steroided up, but pre-getting pretty hefty. I'm going to say steroided up. Yeah. Pre-getting hefty for the Superman movie was almost cast as Edward Cullen in the Twilight movies. I believe that. Can you believe? That's yeah, so believe interesting. That. It he's, is weird. But he's, it, got the, he's got the chiseled jawline. He's got, I mean, he's, he's just got, got, got the like heartthrob thing. Going, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, when he was younger, he looks so different as well. Like, like does if he? you look at a young picture of him. He's already good looking. How can he look better? I mean, he's skinnier. He's got he, his face looks less like he's been steroided up. Like he's, no, I'm kidding. He's. I'm looking yeah. it up. Yeah, do I? Th- we'll we'll flash a an uh, image. On he sc- definitely looks different. We'll flash an image on screen for our YouTube video that we'll probably never make that we keep talking about. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, this guy. He's like a little nerd teenager. Yeah, it's so weird. That's isn't so it? funny. Look at his little floppy hair. I know he's still he's still good looking. You can see he's like a charming pretty boy, but he's like he's got the Superman look. A, he looks that, a bit it? more nerdy. Well, interesting. Did you know that he was a in one of the Superman movies prior to him actually getting the role, he was cast as Superman, but was just too young. They were just like, he's not young enough. He's not like ready for this. Mm. So he bolted up and came back around. That's crazy. I, I love, I love stuff like that. That's so interesting. I think there's, all right. I, I don't think we should go through too many mocks. We could definitely come back to this. There are so many we could talk I mean, about. Like, I, I, I just find more, even if like we wanted to for another episode. Hey, yeah, I, we should do this again. I think we should do part two, but what I would love you to do before we sign off this is go through a few of the potential Batman casting. Cause you said you had a uh, few, I think we should maybe just talk about a couple of them because there's one that I heard of that I think is weird and fun and weird and he's probably a racist now and I don't know if you can guess who it is just off me saying probably a racist now now or was he always I mean he probably always was but Um, probably got away with it in the 80s I'm trying to think is this I thought that was for a different one is it Mel Gibson yeah. Okay, this. Is we, did we well, talk just, about Just talk about the Batman ones. Okay, sorry. Know. Okay, um, so a bunch of amazing actors that potentially could have been, yeah. some not so amazing, that could have played <laughs> Batman. <laughs> They're all amazing um, in their own right. So, like, well, there's a bunch of people just even within The Dark Knight that, like, Interesting. took diff- that got different roles that within thought that, they were the Chris, inter- the Chris Nolan trilogy? Yeah, the Chris Nolan yes. trilogy. Yes, uh, I know that. that. was uh, interviewing for Bruce Wayne, Cillian Murphy and Heath Ledger both. Both wanted to Batman. Both, both wanted Batman. Yeah. We interviewed, or sorry, interviewed. Uh, audition for Batman yeah. and ended up getting Scarecrow and Joker. Well, did you did much better castings actually? Another one on that on that front. If we're just talking about the the Chris Nolan trilogy, apparently he wanted just Josh Hartnett as Batman. He uh, he he so said. To be fair, he, the motherfucker looks exact. What happened to that gave, dude? So he gave he basically said, "I I want you for the role." And Josh Hartnett turned it down because he didn't want to be typecast as, as a su- in a superhero movie. What an idiot! And. He regrets it now because he's like, I wish I'd have done it just for that relationship with Chris Nolan. You look at all the movies, Bale's done with Nolan off the back of it. Like, yeah. He's done like ev- everything. He's in all of the Nolan movies now. What happened to Josh Hartnett? He's not in movies anymore. He Literally, I just Googled him and it said, whatever end. happened to Josh Hartnett was the first thing. He that did a TV thing called Penny Dreadful, which, you know, lived up to its name. It was <laughs> pretty dire. It had some good. It had some good themes. It had some interesting shit going on, but it was never. It never really was quite great. Like it had a lot of good actors. But it's just interesting because he was huge for a bit. Oh yeah, just, like he just fell off after. Anyway, that that's one dude. Um, so you mentioned Josh Hartnett. How about this? Keanu Reeves multiple times apparently. Multiple times. Yeah. Apparently, like was in the running twice. First for Batman Forever to replace Michael Keaton. And then again, when Zack Snyder was looking for an older, grizzled Batman for Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. I can imagine that. That would have been... Oh, actually, that would have been cool. I, I, I don't think, know if I believe him as Bruce Wayne, though. I don't think he's suave He's enough. not suave enough, yeah. In, in the, for the in, same reason why he can play Neo. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In the same yeah. way that he's that Will Smith is wrong for the Neo part, yeah. he's wrong for that Bruce yeah. Wayne part, which is, you know, fine. Uh, I, another, I like the look of him for it, though. 
Like look, his, his facially. He's got that for, he's got that forever young kind of Hardnett, look to him. Hartnett looks or Josh Hartnett looks like to me what I would imagine Bruce Wayne. I Good looking, kind of really, could be a twatty rich guy. I've always had a problem with. Jo- I, I just don't think Josh Hartnett. And I'm going to lean. He's a good actor. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think he's a particularly good-looking bloke. I'm not entirely oh, sure man. how he's managed masses, to end up in that role. I think the masses would <laughs> of women who have thrown their pants my, at him. This is, which is just great. my opinion. Um. Anyway, another one, even weirder. Uh, Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. I think yeah. I've heard this. Apparently, auditioned during the early days of Batman Begins. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, I could see. He's it. got that. I well, also don't think it would work, but I could. He kind of did it in Two and a Half Men. He, he did like a way watered <laughs> Well, he's just like the rich tech guy. The watered down version of yeah. Two and a Half Men, yeah, without, yeah. without all the uh, um, you know, equipment and killing Anyone people. else that I'm missing that you kind of had in mind? Well, the one that I was joking about at the beginning who would have been fucking hilarious to as Batman was apparently offered it a couple of times was Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mel. Can you, can you imagine? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair <laughs> he, enough. He, I actually he could. will save the whole city except for the Jewish population. <laughs> 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 he has a pretty thick accent too. Like I don't know if he can, yeah, pull off. Well, like, I mean, maybe. he's been absolutely shot from the face of Hollywood. Which I'm so yeah, but like happy that. About. Surely that was back when it was like in the 80s. Oh right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, like, but this is probably he wasn't peak, right? You look he at him and, like, himself. Yeah, you look at that mullet and lethal weapon. Like he is nailed on Bruce Wayne right yeah, he's there. Got, he's got the hair. He can... I don't think. But then, like, okay, well, let's just think about the ones who did make him. Val Kilner. Do you, I don't think he looks. That's that's not how Batman looks to me. No, and like honestly, I, I'm trying to remember Michael Keaton as Batman. I, he didn't. Well, the interesting thing about Michael Keaton, he didn't was, look like it, he. I don't remember him looking like it for me. To be fair, yeah, there was a huge fan backlash against him when he was cast. Yeah, which is really interesting, and you know, a lot of times with these castings, people don't see how good someone could be. Like that Michael Keaton Batman is now seen as like an like True. an all time performance. Everyone loved it. Yeah, and. You look at Heath Ledger as well. There was fucking outcry when he was named Dude, as the how, Joker. Yeah, how about, I was going to say, like, literally everyone you hated it. You can't please anyone. But, yeah. but when you look at those movies and you objectively think about, like, you know, what the character should look like or has been represented in the comic books as before, how he acts, like, his demeanor. You look at Clooney and you look at Val Kilner and they are very different to yeah. that, that comic book character. Yeah. Like, for a start... Bruce Wayne can keep his head still. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't show. He doesn't do the Clooney head shake. But like, like Bruce Wayne, yes, is more of a, like a. I think like people have an image of that. Yeah. The Joker, because of how like crazy and weird the character is, like you can always imagine anyone can like put in the makeup and be a bit turned into the Joker, like yeah. and make them look like that. It's harder for like the suave Bruce Wayne type. You know, it's like harder to pull that off. I yeah. Think. And it takes it takes a charm, it takes a charisma, yeah. uh, not moving your head around a lot. It's <laughs> it's it's a hard part. It is a hard part. It's I've, a tough one. I've got one more for you with uh, Batman, or just a different one. Just outside of Batman, do you want? Do we have any more Batman? Uh, Batman, I, I personally yeah, don't. I feel like do one more and then we're wrapping up because we'll save the rest for another time. Okay, Game of Thrones. Oh, let's start. Let's finish where we started. I like yeah. this. Ewan, it's an Irish way of saying it. The guy that plays. Uh, Ramsey Bolton. Fuck it, butch. Anyway, I, I this might be how you spell Owen in in. It's, he's actually Welsh. Is he Welsh? Well, that stopped Owen. me. That stopped me dead in my tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> anyway, we're just gonna go with uh, Owen. Yeah. Um, the guy who plays Ramsey Bolton. Uh, but apparently, this was not nearly, very not nearly the case. In uh, 2016 interview, he revealed that he was up for the role of Jon Snow originally. Jon Snow? And it was between me and Kit Harrington, which is quite crazy. They came back to the well, I think, three or four years later and That's cast him as Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. So he at least got a second shot. Yeah, true. <laughs> unlike Mel Gibson, yeah. who will never be allowed back into Hollywood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and unlike old mate Ben's friend, which we, again, apologize to her out there. You nah, get, never, can, never apologize. You can get over this. You'll get past it. Never apologize. Yeah. It's not your fault. Did you, did you, did you do it? Then no, nah, it's not your fault. No, no it wasn't me. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. We 
like we say, Hemingway Club, we do appreciate the uh, the idea for the show. Yeah, this was a fun one to do. This was a fun one. I, I really I really enjoyed it. And we have so many more that we could actually talk about. So we're going to draw you back in for a part two at some point. And I actually, actually can't wait to do that. So thank you, everyone, for sticking Ooh. with it. Um, do we have any correspondence this week? Did you, I, I didn't have any. Did you? I had a couple of I had a couple of bits come through this week. Um, a couple of old favorites, friend of the show, Matt, and friend of the show, Steve. So we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that friend of the show, Matt, has had a, has had a baby. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, may only be 12 weeks old, but he's already talking and asking questions. Who would have guessed? Wow. Apparently, he wants to know our thoughts. He doesn't. <laughs> funnily enough. <laughs> you're, you're, you're serious. He doesn't actually speak this early. Uh, funnily enough, no. no okay, At 12 right. weeks, That's no. Crazy. Friend of the show, Matt, asks... If you remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about X-Men and potentially X-Men coming into the MCU. We did miss a potential in from the X-Men next uh, early generation was Logan's daughter in the film Logan. Now, if you remember, I think she was called X-22 in the film, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, she's apparently, and I've actually looked this up. Apparently she really wants to return to the role. She's basically said she'll come back if Marvel ever ask. And I didn't even think about this. I think she'd be fucking great. She to was bring actually good in that movie. She was great. Yeah. She was really good in that movie. I think, uh, and I think she'd be one who isn't tied so strongly to those old movies. No, no. The, barely in it. Exactly. No. She's just in the one. And it's, to be frank, probably the best one of those movies. And, and it's pretty standalone, so you could like almost exactly. just digress it. Yeah. Exactly. It could be interesting if I at least I'd like to see a cameo from her in the Deadpool 3 movie. At yeah. least. Oh, we'll see what they do with Deadpool I'd 3. Because the whole thing with obviously, obviously Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. How are they going to make Deadpool a part Wolverine. of the MCU? I don't get it. Well, there, there, there was a quote this week from Kevin Fleegan, Kevin Fleegan. Who, who apparently said that, Fleegan. or insinuated that the next Deadpool movie might be the last R-rated movie in the MCU. So whether it's going to be the last Deadpool movie, because, I mean, you can't do a Deadpool movie without it being R-rated. You can't. My, well, so then the last one will be the last one in the MCU. The last R-rated movie in the MCU will probably be Deadpool. Mm. And that rules out then Blade as well, because Blade should be R-rated. Blade's, isn't Blade announced? Yeah, well, it's Mahershala, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. But it's it, this is implying that that won't be an R-rated movie. Yeah, how do you make Blade without an R-rated? Who knows? You can, get a lot of work, you can get away with a lot of stuff in terms of violence these days, but it's the swearing and the blood and stuff. and. A big part of vampires, I don't know if you know this, is blood. <laughs> mm, true. <laughs> That's a big part of that universe. True. So I don't know. Who knows? But I would like to I would like to see, I think it's uh X twenty two, whatever she's called, coming into you know, the Marvel universe at some point. I think that'd yeah, be Yeah, I think addition. it'd be good too. She I think I I don't really remember it, but I, I liked her in that movie. She was great. Yeah. Really raw. Yeah. Really yeah. I think it was awesome. Um, one quick point as well, then from friend of the show Steve as well, who says, in terms of one division, are you excited to see White Vision versus Construct Vision? Yeah, for sure, for I'm sure. Pumped for that. That's yeah, gonna be good. That's probably the battle we'll get. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Now, well, do you reckon it's gonna be White Vision, the two visions, and then Wonder and yeah, fighting over the kids? But do you reckon? But then how's you always uh, close it on a WandaVision spec. I like it. Um, hmm. I don't know, but I think I don't think uh, White Vision makes it into other movies. I think Agnes does. Okay. I think White White Vision's murked. I, I have a theory about that actually. Call me crazy. So let's just say that let's just say that, that vision that we've been following through the whole thing could fall to pieces at the end of the show. Now would it not be a nice way to wrap the whole thing up and actually give Wanda something to, to stem her grief that they just merge the two? So, like, hear me out. So, obviously, outside of the, the hex, that vision falls to pieces, the, the one, the non-white vision. Yes. But has a lot of the, uh, at least the new memories of vision since the hard reset that she's created. And we don't really know what he's made of. So, could we get that mind and implement it into white vision and then we just have best of both worlds i kind of want the vision story to end i like paul bettany i like him too it has nothing to do with you know what and i didn't like him before and he's he's sold me on it in this show because we've gotten to focus on him more yeah he's been less less white bread as you say 
like he's there's a little bit more to his character now. Fair enough. But and it's maybe like a more, but because of that, I think it would be even better if they if they killed him off. Killed both of them. Yeah, I think I think he needs I think he needs to die to solidify her arc into a villain. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So yeah. there's I feel like there's one or two ways that that mad theory yeah. of mine. There's one or two ways it can go. Either, well, she could watch them both die. Imagine her watching two more visions die, even if it's a murder bot <laughs> vision. She sees him die again, snaps, shit gets real. Yeah. Or we give her the slight happy ending and they've merged the visions and then maybe the multiverse of madness is Wanda and Doctor Strange together trying to close the, the portals to the next. No, that could be it. something that happens, but I just I just like the arc that Visions had. Like just as yeah. soon as we start to like him, we lose him. Yeah. Like I think it'd be good. There's but, also there's also a theory that White Vision might contain Ultron. What do you think about that? Yeah, I hope not. I hope not too. Yeah. But I would like to see Ultron come back. I feel like he was given a hard ride in that movie. Ultron had his moments, but the movie itself was just too long. Which is interesting because there's some really good moments in that movie. There like, is. And that Ultron is a part of. Yeah. That are quite funny. Yeah. And, there's, um, the, and so there's, there's a big thing about Zack Snyder, right? That he yeah. he elevates uh, moments over like scenes in movies. So he will look for like a cinematic moment. Yeah. Rather than building the characters. Yeah. Or, and Adds that's up. really evident in a lot of his stuff. Adds up. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the way that that movie went too. Just Whedon sort of steered more into the moments you know like the hero moments where they're all together and you get the spin around the yeah. avenge you know what i mean yeah. i think where they all try and pick and up that the was, thing and that was the yeah. pro- and that was kind of the problem in that movie for me yeah anyway we're gibbering we're chatting away <laughs> thank you everyone for sticking with it this whole time thank you friend thank you friends of the show we love hearing from all of our friends of the show so if you want to get in contact do so at pod underscore assemble on Twitter or the podcast assemble at gmail.com. Thank you, DL from across the pond. Yeah, thank you, Tommy. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Appreciate it, guys. For another thing. Until next time. Bye. Bye.